Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi everyone and welcome to the Cognitive Recalibration Podcast. I'm your host Shravan. We don't have Tyron with us because we kind of came to an agreement that he would host the Game of Thrones show and I would host the Aladdin one. So we're kind of split up on this one. And I was just on the phone with Will Smith's agent and unfortunately he's cancelled on this one. I was almost going to do it by myself but uh, we got someone better than Will Smith in the end. So we've got an, an ultra-talented artist and YouTuber, uh, Kavi Kotampali. Uh, she's also a, a, a big Disney fan, so she entered the world of YouTube with a cover of A Whole New World. And lastly, just to, you know, throw it out there, she's also my wife. <laughs> so welcome. Hey, guys. I wouldn't call myself a YouTuber. I've only got like five songs up there. But uh, you're going to have more. Yeah, maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe something from this movie. <laughs> I thought it would be good to have you on because you're such a big Disney fan and obviously I am, uh, yes. a musician as well. So you can talk about the music in this, yes. in this movie because it yeah. is a musical. It's amazing, yeah. So if you haven't figured it out yet, we're going to be talking about the Aladdin movie that came out this year, 2019 Aladdin. So we're not talking about the 992 Aladdin, although we will be mentioning it because it is a direct remake of it. So we're going to do non-spoilers first, in case you haven't seen Aladdin, because, you know, it has been out for like 27 years or something now. Um, But we are going to do non-spoilers, and then we'll do spoilers. But as usual, I've got a Who Am I? And since this is a Disney movie, I thought we'll do a a Disney-themed Who Am I? Let's see how you guys go. It's not a very hard one. It's hard to do a Disney Who Am I that people don't know about unless you haven't watched any Disney movies. So here we go. I was a traveler studying the African lands and eventually stumbled upon the Pride Lands where I was attacked by a young pack of hyenas. I was saved by Ahadi, a former ruler of the Pride Lands. Eventually taking residence in the vast lands, I soon became close companions with Ahadi's son and one day overheard a plot to sabotage the throne and managed to foil it. My heroic performance throughout that event led Ahadi to request me to serve as an advisor for all future kings. 
As the years went on, I started to live in an ancient tree where I regularly performed shamanistic activities. I still remain a close friend of the royal family. My goal in life is to maintain the balance and the circle of life. Who am I? I know this one. <laughs> okay. Can I say? No, not yet. Oh. So what we do is we generally say it at the start of the episode and we give the, we give the listeners some time to digest the information and we reveal the answer at the end of the episode. But I think you, I, I, think, I, most, most people, I think most people would. Most people will know who this is. Okay, so we'll move on to Aladdin. Uh, I've got some info about this movie, who's acted in it, who's directed it, and then we'll move on to our thoughts on it. So it was released on the 24th of May uh, of this year in the US and I think worldwide as well. Most places it released on the same day. It's directed by Guy Ritchie, who's actually one of my favorite directors. I really like his style. But this movie, when he was first announced for this movie, I thought he was an interesting choice because he's quite, his style is quite different to a Disney movie. So I'll go through some of his previous works and you'll understand why I'm saying that. So he directed Snatch, which is uh, well known for in back in 2000, but he directed the two Sherlock Holmes movies with Robert Downey Jr., Man from Uncle and King Arthur Legend of the Sword. And basically his style is, it's very stylized, I guess. His uh, stylized action, that's what he's kind of known for. And um, he's got a, he's got a mark of his own in terms of directing and I was uh, kind of apprehensive because I thought since he's directing an Aladdin movie, maybe he'll have to sort of follow the Disney script and not do his own thing. But he gets a chance to show a bit of his flair in uh, parts of this movie, which I'll talk about in spoilers. What did you think of the directing overall? I thought it was really well done, actually. I was pretty sceptical going in to see this film because it is such a classic and a lot of remakes. I don't know. I'm not sure whether they tend to live up to the original movies themselves, but I I really enjoyed this and I thought it was very well directed. And I think they captured a lot of the crucial things from the original film that we all probably wanted to see and they did it really well, but in a live action. Yeah, and they did change a couple of things. They did, yep. But I thought the things they changed actually made it better. Yeah, yeah. I think so. <laughs> so we'll talk about yeah. that more in more in spoilers. Cast-wise, everyone knows who's in this movie, but we'll talk about it anyway. So Will Smith is a genie. Yes. Mina Masood is Aladdin. Yeah. Naomi Scott is Jasmine. And Marwan Kanzari is the new Jafar. Talk about their performances in more detail, but I thought everyone was pretty good. Just in general, I thought everyone was pretty good. I think you think differently, but... No, I thought I thought most of them were good. There were just a couple of little things that I would have probably changed but I thought the cast itself was amazing it was more to do with I think costume and makeup and just the way one particular character was portrayed in the film but I'll get into that in a little bit more detail later I think I know who you're talking about but yeah, yeah. it's interesting that Will Smith is sort of the title character in this movie considering he's not the title character so Aladdin is the main character but his name comes up first in terms of actors so I mean he's the biggest actor in the movie so fair enough yeah uh, Budget-wise, so it cost $183 million to make. It's on the expensive side, actually, but fair enough. There's a lot of uh, visuals, costumes, c- CGI, so it is going to be expensive. Mm. So far, box office-wise, it's made $293.6 million worldwide, and this is about a week after it's come out. It's doing okay, not bad. Mm. I mean, it's not shattering the box office like some of the previous live-action uh, Disney remakes 
uh, which we'll also talk about later in the episode, so the likes of Jungle Book or Beauty and the Beast, but it's doing well enough. Okay, we'll talk about the story, non-spoilers. Usually I get the guests to uh, talk about the story, non-spoilers, but I'll do it this time because it's a pretty generic story. So a street rat finds the love of his life and a mysterious lamp that releases a genie that can grant him three wishes. I mean, that's... (laughs) That's really... (laughs) That doesn't say much. (laughs) That doesn't say much, but it also says a lot because that's really all the story is. It's a classic, so uh, everyone knows knows Aladdin. So I guess we'll jump into the review now. And my question, I always have a a really cheesy question to start the review, and this one is no different. Did Aladdin take you to a whole new world? (laughs) Doesn't sound like it. (laughs) (laughs) That's a really cheesy question. I thought Mina Masood did an amazing job. I think he was on par with my expectations of what Aladdin would be like in this film compared to the original. So I thought I thought he did a really, really good job. There were two characters that probably I thought did better than the actual characters from the original, and I'll get into that later. Well, you can say it now. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to follow your cues. <laughs> two characters that I thought were amazing was obviously Naomi Scott as Jasmine. I think the way she portrayed the character Jasmine was actually better in this film than the original. I think Jasmine has always meant to be, you know, that really strong, strong-willed, rebellious character that sort of fights for, you know, fights for what's right. I think that's always been the intention behind that character, but I feel like in the original it didn't really come across as well as the performance Naomi Scott gave in this film. So I think that, for me, was one of the highlights. And I think the Sultan actually was better in this film than in the original. Would you think that? Yeah, I agree. I think both both Jasmine and the Sultan were much better in this movie. Much better, yeah. They just made them stronger characters in general. Stronger characters, yeah. Mm. The Sultan in particular was pretty weak. Considering he had so much power in the kingdom, (laughs) he was a pretty weak character in the original. And it was a little bit of a... It was a bit, I don't know, naive and a a bit childish, I think, in the original film. Like that power that he's meant to wield as the sultan didn't really come across in the original film. But I think in this one you can see that he's, you know, he's that wise old man that he's meant to be, I guess, as a sultan and uh, with that all that sort of experience behind him. Yeah, Yeah, so I thought that was done really well. And Jasmine was very, very good as well. Yeah, I loved her performance. I thought she did an amazing job and... I thought that was an excellent choice for, yeah, casting. In terms of casting, yeah, 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 yeah. really. I think majority of the the cast were really well cast, actually. Yeah. I thought Will Smith did an amazing job as the genie, uh, and the way they used CGI with sort of you know to make him genie slash. Will Smith. Yeah, Will Smith (laughs) was good because there was a lot of criticism about that when the first trailer came out. A lot of people like, oh. You know, not looking forward to it. The genie is just Will Smith and he's just painted blue. <laughs> yeah, and he didn't look very good. But, yeah, I mean, he still didn't look very good, in my opinion, in terms of when he was the genie. Mm. He just looked a bit weird, like like an expanded version of Will of Smith. himself. If he was yeah. just Will Smith but blue, maybe it would have actually mm. been all right. But he was kind of like this muscular guy. That, yeah. And it just kind of didn't yeah. fit, but... They balanced it out, though, by making... By making normal sometimes. Normal yeah, yeah. in certain things and sort of having that mix, which yeah. I thought worked well. So it wasn't just continuously him, blue, 
throughout the entire film. Yeah, but yeah. his performance-wise, he was he was really good. Obviously, Robin Williams it was a stand-up comedian, uh, so he took the sort of comedy route when he did the role. Whereas Will Smith, he was kind of did the more like the Fresh Prince. Sort yeah, of it was a route. different take. For me, mm. I think nothing will beat Robin Williams as the genie. Yeah, oh, he's always going to be the genie. I think in my heart, but I think Will Smith did do a an excellent job. With the options they had at the moment, I think he was he, he did a good job. He he was very funny as well. Like he yeah. he was funny in his own oh, way. Oh yeah, definitely. Robin Williams does like the imitations and yes. stuff like that really well. Whereas Will Smith, it was kind of just the Will Smith. He was just yeah. himself, oh, and he was just we all love he was Will his Smith. charming self. Yeah, <laughs> he and it was just uh, yeah. funny in that way. Coming to that, I thought the movie was actually very funny. Uh, probably even funnier than the original, yes, even though the original so had. <laughs> Um, Robin Williams like Jeannie was very funny in the original but I think all the characters are quite funny in this one I really love I forgot her name but the handmaiden yes yeah she was very good yeah Dahlia yes Dahlia Dahlia. yeah so the humor with her and the genie that was something that was new in this film yeah so they added her character in and she was very good I I just wanted to come back to the uh, original question of did it take you to a whole new world I'll answer it from my perspective. <laughs> I think it doesn't. Well, not quite. I think it takes you to a familiar world. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A, fam- a fun and familiar world. So it wasn't, it didn't like revolutionize Aladdin in any way. Like it was the same story, mm-hmm. but it was told in a modern way. Yeah. Um, like some of the characters got modernized a little bit, which yes. was good. I would agree with that. Going on with the positives. So we've mentioned Naomi Scott, Will Smith. I thought the music was great. Oh, the music was phenomenal. It was amazing. The music, obviously, all the original songs were so well done. And I also loved the addition of the new song, yeah. Speechless, which was Naomi Scott's, so it's sort of her theme song, isn't it? Yes. And I love that. That was, yeah, that was really good. Because I think other remakes have had other songs sort of added, added to them, in. And, and they I'm not kind sure. of didn't fit. Yeah, yeah. I just... Yeah, I wasn't quite sure if I liked them as much as the original songs from the films, but this one, definitely the addition of Speechless, um, sung by Naomi Scott, was yeah, yeah really good. Really good. And there's yeah. two versions of it in the movie as mm, well. There is. Coming back to Guy Ritchie. So Guy Ritchie, he's known for his action. I wouldn't just say action. It's kind of like a stylistic approach to filmmaking. And you see his style in some of the music videos especially speechless in terms of the way that's shot um that's kind of his style and then there is some action in this movie where he gets to show show off his uh his style as well in terms of positives that's all i had did you have anything else positives so what have we said the music i think number one we've said that the way it was filmed the way they used cgi for raja and for abu those two Um, characters i thought abu was very very good i thought abu was very well done like even the tiniest like facial expressions when he's upset or annoyed, yeah. I think all of that came through in the film, yeah. um, which was good because I wasn't sure what they were going to do with Abu, like how they were going to show his character. And I think the carpet ride, that was so well shot. I a think. whole new world. The, yeah, a whole new world. And even Arabian Nights, I think. Arabian Nights was actually, uh, I'll talk about it in more detail in uh, spoilers, spoilers, but I okay, thought it was yeah. very... It was very well shot, and it was also a a good introduction to the overall yeah. story. I'll, I'll talk about why in uh, in spoilers, but I thought that was very well done. Yeah, Will Smith singing it was good, but there I think there was some more tune in there. I think the the start of the song 
wasn't as great when he was on the boat. I think, you know, when he was singing that part. But I think when they took the shot away from him and then the actual... It was fine, I guess. It was all right. Yeah. Yeah. Even in some of the other songs, I think there was a bit of... Because he's not like a bassy singer. He's a very... uh, You'll know more about singing than me. But he he seems to have a sort of a high... More of a high-pitched sort of voice. Mm -hmm. Uh, Whereas Robin Williams was much more of a bassy... Yes, yeah. He had... sort of had that more deeper, lower range, I guess. Yeah, so like singing. it doesn't really come through in some, like it doesn't matter in some of the songs, but I think songs like Prince Ali. It's a lot more heavier in the yeah. lower lower end. Yeah. Um, and same with Arabian Nights, although Arabian Nights, yeah, it's that, that power and that bass that really gives it yeah. that oomph, I think. I'm not song. sure who sung Arabian Nights in the original, the original though. I'm not sure, actually. But all, all the songs were, mm. all that being said, all the songs were very, very good in yeah. terms of the way they were picturized. They were yes. pretty, pretty spectacular. Yeah. We'll talk about some negatives. I had kind of already mentioned it. The CGI was a little bit suspect in some places uh, in terms of the genie. You kind of get used to it. Like when he's first introduced, you're like, "Whoa, what's what's this?" But after that, I kind of kind of warmed up to it. It was fine. Mm. The other thing is, it feels like it's. I mean, it is this fantasy world. It's not meant to mirror real life, but it's a city in the middle of a, in the middle of a desert, and it seems a little bit too clean. And everyone seems to have like everyone has amazing costumes but they're they're very very clean everything it's not seems, as realistic I everything think. <laughs> seems a bit like put together glossy and like well yeah well put together mm. it's a function of i guess aladdin like even the animated series was uh, the animated movie was the same but uh, some people might feel that's a little bit because Aladdin, at least, he's he's from the streets, so I thought he'd be a little bit more rugged. Dusty. <laughs> rugged and dusty, but he's just this clean-cut yeah. guy. Speaking of Aladdin, though, I thought he was... We've talked about how Jasmine, they kind of changed their character a little bit. So the Sultan, they changed his character. Jafar, we haven't sp- spoken about, but his character is a little bit different too. Mm. Aladdin, though, was very much the same character. Yes. The actor, M- Mina Masood, he was very much like Aladdin. Like, he looks like him. He even sounds like him. Um, they dressed him up like him, yeah. so it was that was good. I thought he was think, very good. I think the tricky thing with casting for a film like this and a lot of the Disney sort of musicals is finding someone that can act well and sing, and sing well. Yeah. And I think that's what was really well done. And I guess dance this. as well for this and one. and dance, yeah. Because yeah. Mina Masood, like his his voice is amazing, as is Naomi Scott's. Like they can both sing and act as well. So yeah. I think. That I mean, ticked both boxes, which is really hard to do because often you'll have great actors and then they'll sort of, you know, auto-tune the voices a little yeah. bit and it won't sound as good. But Singing-wise, I thought he, he was obviously he was, he was good, but I think Naomi, Naomi Scott, Scott was, was better. better. Yeah, I agree. Obviously, when they make these movies, they sing. They don't sing while they're, making, no, while they're acting. They, they, they sing it. They record the, it previously. Yeah, and then they lip-sync. Yeah. And for some of the scenes, uh, it's not... All his fault, but like some of the songs that he was in, it felt like he was lip syncing because of what was happening in those scenes as well. There was a lot happening in terms of movement and stuff. Um, it sound it, you could tell that there was a bit of a mismatch between his lips and the song. But I mean, that's a that's a function of all musicals. I mean, it was the same with I thought Beauty and the Beast with Emma Watson. Well, and, and Emma song. Watson's probably and, not, and she's not a, a singer, singer. Yeah, you know, that's <laughs> not her forte. I think. Yeah. But she did a great job at attempting it. And I know from a lot of interviews I watched, she did a lot of um, 
trained, like, you know, took a lot of singing lessons and things like that to work up to that. But I think that, yeah, the two in this movie were probably better than her in terms mm, of singing. I think so, yeah. The other negative I had was Iago. Oh, yes. I wanted to see more of the original Iago, yeah, the, the humour around him. I guess and- they, they tried to make it a little bit more realistic. Mm. Yes, but they, did. they might as well have just gone full, like, because yeah. there's a lot of stuff in this movie isn't realistic. Like, like Abu. I mean, Abu, they managed to, you know, have yeah. his character. I wish but I guess they... Abu never. No, he talks. doesn't talk. Yeah. No, that's true. But Yago does. I mean, they could have tried to, you know, how parrots sort of, you know, mimic and yeah. impersonate. I guess they sort, sort of, of did that, but yeah. I just, I, I always liked the dynamic between Jafar and Iago. Me too. Like I liked they have it. these little conversations just <laughs> by themselves, and um, yeah, they kind of don't do that. What in this was one. that quote that you always oh, yeah, laugh the, about? So in the original, it's not in this movie, unfortunately, but in the original, there's a, there's a line that Jafar says to Iago is like, "I love how your foul little mind works." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But that's not in this one. He no. doesn't really. Like, he listens to Iago, but he doesn't really have conversations with him. Yeah. Coming to Jafar, I think your negative was Jafar. Well, I thought, so the actor... Um, Marwan Kanzari. Yeah. Yeah. He, his performance was excellent. But I just feel like, this is what I was talking about earlier on in terms of costume and makeup. For me, you know, having watched the original so many times and growing up with that movie, Jafar was always this sort of older, sort of really wicked looking character. Um, you know, with the evil twisted goatee and the wicked eyebrows that sort of curved up. I feel like that didn't come across as much with the makeup and the costume design in this film. Like, I just felt like Jafar was a little bit too, I don't know, he looked a, looked a bit too sort of neat. And his face, I mean, because it almost looked a little bit like more of a baby face than that, that older, yeah. you know, more evil looking character so i don't know i just feel like that could have been tweaked because his performance itself was really good but i just think maybe they could have just changed how he looked a little bit to make him yeah i don't know seem a little bit more wicked that's just that's just one little thing i was thinking i don't know what are your thoughts i thought he was yeah uh, they did change his character i guess they wanted to go with sort of a younger jafar i guess younger yeah Um, but i get what you're saying in terms of like he looked a bit too neat too neat yeah Yeah, so he looked a bit even his facial hair and like he looked a bit too clean cut like he and that's sort of a criticism of all the movie i guess Mm. everything looks a little bit too clean yeah like even aladdin like he yeah. looks very, very clean, clean. like clean-shaven, yeah. like very nice mm. sort of guy. But in the animated movie, he's like that. Yeah. So they kind of followed the same thing, but they didn't follow the same thing with Jafar. So. Mm. And also, that there's this particular scene. Oh, maybe I'll get into this in spoilers. Yeah. yeah so actually, I think we're almost yeah. towards the end of the non-spoiler part of the review. Was there anything you wanted to say non-spoiler before we jump into spoilers? No, I think let's get into the spoilers. Yeah. I've so before we, before we do that, we have a rating. So, does it have the soul stone? Which basically means, does it have a bit of emotion? Does it tug the heartstrings? I think it does. For me, yes, definitely. I think it does. I mean, it's Aladdin. It's it's built on. Yeah. It's all built on soul. I think the emotional connection was more because I've grown up with it. Yeah. So, when I saw it, it just reminded me of those memories of watching the original. That being said, I think the current generation who are sort of our age mm. when this, when the 992 movie came out, are now watching this movie and they're enjoying it like we did, I yes. think. So there yeah, was this girl, the second time I watched it, I've watched this two times because 
people at work wanted to watch it and I couldn't say no um, because I'm a team player <laughs> like that. So basically, the second time I watched it, there was this girl that was dancing in the aisles oh. to the the last song, I think, the the very end credit song. Um, so she was oh, having a good time. Oh, this is um, a whole new world sung by. No, Zane. no, 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 not that one. There was a, you know, the one before that, the dance number. I think it was a friend like me. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. 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 But yeah, they were, the kids were having a real good time. I think that'll. Um, They'll same, remember same this. With, yeah. Same with Beauty and the Beast, mm. the the Emma Watson one. I think a I lot of the that. kids just love that movie. And I think it's wonderful that kids in this generation can now grow up with similar movies. Yeah. You know, with the remakes of Disney. It's good and bad. I mean, Disney are very smart about it. So they know that they've got gold and they just want to mm. keep using it. But at the same time, they're not really coming up with much original stuff anymore. A lot of it's just yeah. sequels or Or the original remakes. stuff I feel like they have come up with, I, I don't feel, has been as good. I know, like Descendants, isn't that a... Disney original? It's a Disney Channel oh, movie. okay. I'm trying to think what was what an else? original movie that they came up with. Like Pixar still does some original stuff like Coco and they Disney. still do some original stuff. But Disney, Frozen was an oh, original. Oh, Frozen was really And Tangled good. was an original. Yes. And Moana. And Moana was an original. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. been quite a few. And Brave. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So they Brave have was a, Pixar. Oh, Brave was Pixar. Sorry. Yeah. So they have done a few. and So they're still doing stuff. So it's got the Soul Stone. Does it yes. have the Time Stone? Time stone refers to whether there's like, – this is not a great rating system. It sometimes <laughs> falls apart when you talk about movies like this, but it's basically if there's jumps in time or there's flashbacks. Obviously, uh, like a movie like Endgame has a lot of time travel. a lot of time travel. Um, so that obviously gets time stone, but I don't think this has much. This one, not so much. Yeah. I mean – I mean, it has a flashback. It's got a, not a flashback per se, but I think she references something that happens in the past, Naomi Scott, in a particular yeah. scene. If you remember, yeah. the whole the whole movie is actually a flashback. Oh, actually, yeah, you're right. Uh, I completely forgot about that detail. <laughs> but I don't think that counts. But that was actually a really good addition because it's not meant to be a flashback in the original, is it? No. Oh, well, yeah, because in the original it starts off with... No, no, actually, it is it a flashback. It is, yeah, because yeah. um, there's that guy, the there's merchant, guy. Yeah. who's selling the lamp and, and he's then he talks the about the story. Yeah, yeah so yeah. it is actually, yeah. Um, but it probably doesn't get the time stone. Power stone, which refers to mainly some big action, powerful characters, that sort of thing. I think it has uh, that because yeah. Jafar is a powerful sorcerer, I guess, and then obviously yeah. Genie is the most powerful being in the world. So I think it gets the power stone. Mind stone, does it make you think a bit? This is a tough one because it's primarily made for kids. So Make you think. I mean, for me, it didn't because I already knew the original story. Yeah, so yeah. I feel like it was just revisiting. And in the sense like that. there aren't many twists or turns or anything. But I think that's because we've seen the film. That's true. But if you were watching this as a, you know, as a first time viewer, I think there would, would be Would you twists. be surprised? Uh, Probably not. I mean, it's a classic Disney film. The endings yeah. are pretty predictable. Yeah. But I think the little twists like, you know, him getting caught by... Oh, I won't say. Yeah, he gets caught by someone. You can just delete that bit. Uh, no, no, we're going to keep everything in. <laughs> this is unedited. <laughs> is a mind... Maybe half a mind stone? Because maybe, like, if you're watching it for the first... It's really hard for us to comment on it. because us. we've We've seen it. We we've know grown the story up with back it. to front. But I think, yeah, there would be some thinking involved if you were watching it for the first possibly, time. Possibly, possibly. A few little twists. I mean, if you don't know the story at all, 
Yeah. And he, actually, even for us, I mean, the humor was new and there were a couple of little things, you know, obviously with Dahlia and stuff that was new. Yeah, but so in terms of making you laugh, I don't, uh, in terms of making you think, think. I don't think uh, it, yeah. it makes you, I don't think that it makes you think. Fair enough, yeah. So I would probably say it doesn't get the Mind Stone. Mm. The Reality Stone. So this is an interesting one too because we were just saying how sort of it doesn't feel like it's a real world. No. Like it feels like it's a fantasy world. It's a world. put-together world. All that being said, though, the moral of the story is a very, uh, it's very much grounded in reality. So diamond in the rough, heart of gold and doing the right thing. Yeah. I think that's, um, that's a good lesson. I think, I think in, mm. in that way it is realistic. So maybe it does get the reality stone in that, in that way. What in do you that think? way, yeah. yeah. I think that, yeah, the underlying um, message yeah. gets the reality Yeah, story. the underlying message. But the yeah. way it was filmed, not so much. Yes, yeah. Um, so I'll probably give it the reality stone just because that's what the moral of the story is. Mm. Like, that's why uh, it was made. And the last stone is the space stone. I don't think this one gets it because there's nothing in space. Well, what about the carpet ride? They don't go into space. <laughs> <laughs> they go about above the clouds. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't count. Officially, no. Yeah, so that's no. (laughs) So it gets the soul, the power, the reality. So it gets three out of six. I mean, that sounds like it's a bad score, but it's not, considering this is Aladdin, not Avengers Endgame. I don't really understand this reading, but (laughs) you guys. (laughs) I think we like it. If you had to rate it out of 10, what would you give it? I would give it a nine. So you loved it? I loved it. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking about my ratings that I would give for the other remakes as well because obviously we've had a few. We've had Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast, Jungle Book. I think this is up there. We'll talk about those. We'll talk about that a bit more. Yeah, we'll do it after spoilers. So we'll do some spoilers now. I thought I would talk about the notable improvements to the story, but before we do that, we'll talk about Arabian Nights because it starts off with Arabian Nights just like the original does, but this one is interesting. Firstly, Agrabah is very different. Agrabah is not like... The Taj Mahal in this one, like the the no. castle. It's more like a city. I mean, it's it's more of a because Agrabah in the original, it looks like it's actually in the middle of the desert. Yeah. Like there's no water. This is like a built up city that sort of build builds up on a slope to this. Yeah, yeah, it's a little castle. bit more like what an actual city might be like, yeah. and it's it's also a coast. It looks like it's a coastal yeah. city yeah. because there's some water. Yes, it's funny actually. It sort of reminded me of. This city from Game of Thrones. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, but I can't remember which season it was. Kishore might know, but yeah. Well, uh, if you're if you're a fan of Game of Thrones, we have done a season eight. Yeah. Like I mentioned before, it doesn't include me. So if you're hating this episode and you don't want like the <laughs> sound of my voice, you yeah, can uh, go, go listen that to out. that one, which I don't feature in. Yeah. So I thought Arabian Night. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This was good because it introduces all the characters except for Aladdin. And does it introduce Jafar? Yes, because yes. it shows him in front of the Cave of Wonders. Well, that yes, that's yeah. how it ends. Yeah, that's how it ends. When I was talking about, you know, the music and additions, I only mentioned Speechless, but this is pretty much an addition as well in terms of new music they, because they've extended it. Yeah. Because the original song, Arabian Nights, is actually quite short and they've actually added a few more verses onto this. Yes, they you know, have. A, bit more, a few more lyrics. Um, and I thought that was really good. I loved how they filmed it. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was I – mean, that's Guy Ritchie's yeah, style. That's sort amazing. of his, his thing. So going in and out of the archways of, yeah, like, yeah, the so city and it was just so If well you watch, done. like, Sherlock Holmes, he does a lot of that sort of stuff mm-hmm. and he does a lot of, like, cut and reverse, like, slow-mo yeah, sort of stuff. Um, so he doesn't good. do it as much in this movie, but that's sort of the thing he does. Yeah, it suited this song so well. Yeah, so you, you see all the main characters – in, in yeah. the song itself. So you see the Sultan, you see Raja, you see Jasmine, Jasmine you see yes. her handmaiden, Jafar, you see Jafar, you mm-hmm. see Iago, you see Abu. You actually see Abu as well. He's running on the street. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes, yes. So mm-hmm. you see all of them except obviously, I mean, Jeannie. Jeannie you don't. I mean, you know Jeannie is Will Smith, so yes. you see him at the start, but you don't, and you don't see the magic carpet. No. That It was good introduction and it has the titles just like they do it in the animated version so that was really good the notable improvements which i wanted to touch on obviously jasmine is a much stronger character in this one and i liked how they made her the sultan at the end instead of doing the whole like change the rules so So she's the sultan and she can change the rules she can do as she pleases i love that a female character stepping up into that leading role that was empowering it's really a year for that sort of stuff with like <laughs> Captain Marvel as well. Yeah, and there was, um, yeah. if you haven't seen Endgame, there's a scene in Endgame where all the female characters get together and bash mm. up Thanos. Well, not bash up Thanos, but they kind of <laughs> get together. Um, so it's kind of like a I year for that. that sort of stuff. And I loved how she got her own theme song. I've said this before, but I feel like all other Disney princesses have. Actually, and she doesn't. And yeah. she never did, Jasmine. Yeah. She was one of my favourite characters. Yeah, you're right. None um, of them do, yeah. Or most, well, I think pretty much like Mulan does. Yeah. Belle's got her own song. As in Ariel. all of them do except, except yeah, Jasmine. Except yeah, except Jasmine. So I think that was, a, yeah, that was good. Yeah. I've said that, but <laughs> just wanted to reinforce. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I wanted to mention was the genie rules are slightly different in this movie as well. I think they're uh, a slight improvement because yeah. firstly, 
In the original, they never explain why no one recognises Aladdin when he's Prince Ali. Yes. I know. Because it was just Aladdin dressed as a prince. So I I always wondered why couldn't Jasmine tell that it was him? Like, you know, if she likes this street rat from the streets, you know, this boy that she's met, then, you know... It's just literally him just wearing a hat and a and a robe. But that was really that was actually explained in this film, which was good. And yes. and it was basically that it's genie magic and when genie magic is in play, people don't recognise you. So I thought that was good. That was good. And mm-hmm. I also liked how she still does end up recognising him. She does. Uh, but that's more from his little personality like his traits and yeah. what he does. Like the "Do you trust me?" That was a that was a classic from the film. So she does end up recognizing him, and then he actually says something which is probably quite true: is that people don't recognize you when you're royalty, which is yeah. probably. I mean, I'm. I don't know anyone who's <laughs> from the royal family, but possibly yeah, we have that's no how connections they, there. <laughs> possibly that's how they feel. They're just human beings, but when you've got this sort of title sometimes people look past that it's, just, it's maybe i don't know if it's the same with celebrities i have no idea yeah maybe yeah. maybe and the other thing is you had to rub the lamp while you make a wish which yeah. i'm not sure was a thing no though. it wasn't a thing yeah. with the, orig- in the original yeah because they kind of overcome the thing how they get out of the cave because in the animated one i think he still well, doesn't lose a wish on it but there's i think they kind of say that genie just does it without aladdin wishing for it well aladdin so in the original one aladdin's like oh i bet you you know you say you're a powerful genie i think it's something like he says oh i bet you couldn't get me out of this cave yeah and he just takes it out yeah and so i think um genie gets a little defensive and then he he wants to prove that he can and then he takes aladdin out of the cave that's how they get out in the original and in this uh, abu's the one it's a bit tricky yeah yeah. (laughs) so abu rubs the lamp while aladdin says i wish so technically aladdin didn't rub the lamp yes yeah as a wish so Mm. that's i think that was a a good sort of improvement that they put in Mm. as well the other thing is they combined the the movie itself is longer than the animated version i think this is about a little over two hours and mm. the animated version is about an hour and a half yeah. so they do add some extra story threads into the movie yeah. but they also remove some threads or combine some threads so basically aladdin's introduction song is combined with him meeting, meeting jasmine. jasmine yeah so when i saw that i thought it was a little bit rushed i just thought whoa what's happening you know he's already met jasmine they're you know going through the streets like that's it all happened too quickly so uh, yeah I wasn't sure if I actually liked how they did that and that was one of the first that was the opening scene as or one of the first scenes with you know Aladdin and Jasmine together so I I sort of wasn't sure whether I was going to like the film from watching that scene (laughs) Um, I actually liked how they combined it because it in in the original it feels like it probably could have been the same Thing. It probably yeah. could have, actually. I don't know yeah. whether it was necessary to have yeah. the scenes beforehand. Yeah, so it just kind of saves on time and then they can add a bit more stuff. So that was good. And the other thing I wanted to mention in terms of the stuff they added was this Handmaiden's character, which adds oh, a lot I of comedy to the movie. that, yes. <laughs> I think I loved, I, I really liked that aspect of the film. In terms of the comedy, I think just, just her dynamic with Will Smith was really good as well. They have yeah. some. They have a couple of scenes which are quite funny. Uh, there's also this scene that they also added to the movie where Aladdin, after the Prince Ali song, they they have this scene where Aladdin's giving them gifts. I don't think uh, that was in the 
No, that original. was not in the original. Because in the original, he just marches in and then he sort of shows off the magic carpet and then the sultan goes on a ride with the magic carpet. Yes. This one, he brings them gifts and there was so much. It was so funny. He'd brought um, jams. some jams. <laughs> some jams. Move from, away from the jams. Yeah. So there's a scene where he's like, and I've brought jam for you all. And then he's sort jam of like. Jabs. Yeah, jam, jam. And he just keeps talking about the jam for like a good five minutes and everyone's just got their eyebrows raised. And then Will Smith's like, let's move away from the jams. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, that was really good. But yes, I agree. The comedy with, you know, the Dahlia, the handmaiden, Will Smith, that was a really nice addition. I thought and there was one scene that I I don't know whether I was hoping for them to add in but you know Jafar meets Aladdin so Aladdin gets caught he's taken to jail in the original film I'm saying and then Jafar's dressed up as this old Old guy comes to him and says do you you know do you want all the money that you you know blah 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 all the riches in the world come with me I have a secret I thought that was actually better done because I don't think Aladdin's meant to know who Jafar Jafar is is. yeah Um, so that yeah, that was different in this film because he knew it was Jafar from yeah, the Yeah, yeah, from, he, from like, the outset. But it kind of works for this movie because they wanted him to know what was happening with Jafar mm-hmm. for the whole movie. Whereas in the original, Jafar, I think he had a lot more power because no one knew what he was up to. Mm-hmm. So Aladdin didn't know either because he was disguised as this old man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that was one change. Uh, Jafar in this doesn't seem like he's as experienced as the Jafar in, in the animated version. Yeah. I mean, he talks about, like, how he's risen up from, like... He seems more yeah. good. I mean, not good, like, he's still evil, but he just doesn't seem as wicked. I know I've yeah. said this before, but he just, he looks too... He's not as yeah. menacing. And his voice isn't as, like... In the original, he's like this British guy and he has he has like a deep voice and he, yeah. he sounds a little bit more menacing whereas in this one he's a little bit more like uh just normal. Yeah. Just yeah. But maybe if they were trying to go down that whole realistic path then this is more I still thought he was okay, but yeah, that that is one thing that they changed that they probably could have kept the same as the original. I loved the dance scene. Yes, that was that very was funny. That was so yeah. funny. So that was when so when Aladdin what's it, Aladdin meets Jasmine, obviously as the prince, Prince Ali. Prince Ali meets Jasmine. She's obviously like doesn't like him. And then they all have this ball or something to celebrate the arrival of Prince Ali. And then, you know, Will Smith's trying to encourage Aladdin to, you know, go dance, talk to the princess, yeah. go and dance. And that was really funny how he's <laughs> you know, how the genie's controlling his dance moves. That was actually well performed, I thought, because so obviously Mina Masood can dance, but the way he's sort of moving as if it's not him voluntarily dancing. Dancing, yeah. yeah. I thought that was quite humorous. The other thing I wanted to say was the, the climax of this movie. I always thought the climax of the original wasn't great, to be honest. Jasmine's yeah. in this, like, stuck in this hourglass and, like... I liked that better in the original. Did oh, you? Okay. No, I thought it was better in this one because... Oh, wait, hang on. So, yeah, so she's stuck in the hourglass... And then she sort of pretends like she's under Jafar's spell. and Yeah, there's all that stuff that's yeah. happening. Like she's stuck in the hourglass and then Aladdin has to get her out and all yes, this. Yes, yes, In this, it seems a little bit... More realistic. More, more realistic <laughs> and more in line with Jasmine's character in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Because so, she's much a strong character and yeah. like and she, she's, she's much more independent it. and it makes more sense in this one yes. um, how it pans out. Yeah, actually I would say I, I would have to agree. And I really liked how 
they had a more personal relationship with the guards, you know, with Hakim. Yes, that's who's right. Who's the, who is easy, the I think leader he's like of the, the army chief or something. guard or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in the original, there's no personal connection at all. There's just some random guards that are around. And, but obviously, there's a connection here. Oh, and I've got to say, one thing that was added was they had more references to to Jasmine's mother's country or mother's city. Yeah, yeah, that's which right. Which they didn't yeah. have. Do, do you remember what the name of the city was? Uh, Shezabad or something oh, like that. Shezabab I'm trying to... or something. Something, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It wasn't um, that. It was something like that. That was but, yeah. nice, actually. Yeah. Because they don't mention Jasmine's mother much at all in the original film. Whereas to have those references and to have where she came from and, you know, I thought that was really nice. That's how Hakim's reference comes in as well. Like he was around when Jasmine's mother was around. That's right. He fought for Jasmine's mum. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was a really powerful dialogue. The way it was written in that scene was good where she... After Speechless. After yeah. Speechless, yeah, at the end of the song. So there's this bit where, well, she pretty much questions Hakeem's choice to support Jafar and references back to how Hakeem fought alongside, you know, protected her mother and fought along- alongside her city. Something like that, isn't it? Uh, yeah, something along those lines, um, yeah. Yeah. So that was good, that yeah. Was well- but yeah, that, did you have anything else in terms of stuff they added or...? I'm just trying to think, well... Nothing that we haven't mentioned, that we haven't mentioned the dance. You remember how, so a whole new world has happened and then Aladdin gets caught by the guards and then gets thrown into the water. Into the water. So in the original film, the genie just sort of helps him, doesn't he? It's not really a wish, but in this one, he has to get him to sign a contract. I think it is a wish in the original one is as it? well. Maybe it is. Yeah, I think it is. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to remember, but I think it is. Um, what, what's the second wish in the original one? I can't remember. Maybe you're right. Maybe yeah, I is. think it is. Yeah. Yeah. But in the in the original, that scene is not from the from the actual palace. It's like somewhere else. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That was another Guy Ritchie style shot. You know, they throw him, throw him yes. off, and there's a bit of slow mo in yeah. your scene. That's a his sort of thing in the original and also this one. There's also there's also this underlying plotline with Abu and the magic carpet. Yes, are they sort of? Uh, I mean, Abu doesn't like him in the beginning, and they sort of become friends afterwards. Yeah. Happens in this one as well. I think Raja wasn't in this one as much. I thought he was in it just as much as probably as yeah. he was in the original. Yeah, he Raja didn't have a massive being the, role. The, pet tiger of jasmine i loved how he recognized aladdin yeah you know in that scene where you know prince ali slash you know aladdin comes to take jasmine on a carpet ride how raja starts growling and then he sort of realizes it's the same boy from the marketplace yes that's right i I like that oh and that was another additional scene how aladdin as aladdin not as prince ali how he comes Comes to to return jasmine's bracelet comes to the palace yes and sneaks past the guards and everything and that's Um, how he gets captured by uh, jafar Jafar. and taken to the cave of wonders yeah so i thought that was nice and once again another reference to her mother the mother's bracelet there's a few more references which i i liked i think that's all we had in terms of spoilers i love the ending (laughs) how he sets the genie free yeah. And then Dahlia and the genie travel the world together on the boat. And that brings us back to the starting scene. And that brings us back. I just wanted to talk about all the music numbers in, in the movie itself. Yep. So we've got Raving Nights, which we talked about, yes. uh, which is performed by Will Smith in this one. We've got One Jump Ahead. One Jump Ahead of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's performed that by Mina Masood. That was pretty good. Yeah. I thought that was good. That was yeah. the one I was mentioning in terms of um, yeah. you could tell that he was kind of lip syncing because there was yes. a lot happening, moving around and stuff. 
So that's the scene where Jasmine's in it as well, because originally it's just Aladdin jumping through the city with a loaf of bread that he's stolen. Yes. Whereas this is Aladdin and Jasmine running away from the guards. That's when this song came in. So that was was pretty well done. And then we've got Speechless. There's two versions of Speechless. So it's actually one big song, obviously, when you listen to it on Spotify or, you know, on YouTube. But in the movie, it's It's split split up. And then we've got Friend Like Me. Yes. Performed by Will Smith. Yep, yep. That was really I well thought it was really good. filmed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wasn't sure how they were going to do that, but obviously with a they lot did of a good effects. Job. And they yeah. did a good job. Yeah. yeah. No, it looked really good. We'll talk about which was our favourite song yeah. afterwards. Prince Ali, which yeah. was also quite good, performed by Will yes. Smith. So which one was your favourite song? Ooh. Oh, no. Is, is that? And then Whole New World. And then Whole New World. Whole New World. Oh, this is a tricky one because I, I love all the songs. Um, But for me... In this film, I would have to say Speechless was my favourite and then A Whole New World. But in the original, A Whole New World, love it. But yeah, in this film, I just, that Speechless just stood out because it was something new as well. Yeah. And yeah, I really liked that. For me, it was, Whole New World was, was good, but yeah. I, I liked Friend Like Me. Yep, okay, um, yeah. And you forgot Prince Ali. Did and, you, did yeah, you yeah, say I that? Oh, you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I liked Friend Like Me first and then yeah. probably Speechless. Yeah. I would say, speechless. actually, so, yeah, Speechless, A Whole New World. And then I would actually say, for me, I loved Arabian Nights as well. So oh, that's yeah. in my top three. Yeah. Okay. yeah. We forgot. <laughs> I really like Friend Like Me. I yeah. thought that was really good. Yeah. Especially in the cinema. It's it's good. Mm, yeah. With, yeah. With all the effects and yes. uh, how it was picturized. We will quickly talk about the other live action Disney movies mm. where this one ranks mm. in those. So I've got a list of them. They've done quite a few. Actually, they have. So I'll start with. Well, th- this is a. I think this is a full list. I might have missed something, but Alice in Wonderland. Yes. Uh, the, yep. The one with Johnny Depp. The yep. Alice in Wonderland two and mm-hmm. Maleficent, Cinderella, Pete's Dragon, Beauty and the Beast, The Jungle Book, Christopher Robin, Aladdin, Dumbo, and obviously we haven't seen Lion King, but they're doing yep. the Lion King. Did you say Beauty and the Beast? Yes. Yes. All of them are not remakes. Some of them are sort of spin-offs. Like Maleficent's, yeah. a, Maleficent's not a sort of a remake. retelling. Well, it's not even a retelling. We never knew Maleficent's story at all. We just saw the evil, wicked side yeah. to her. But then this film actually brought out her other story, like her side of the story and why she became. And I think Christopher Robin is a sequel. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. So it's not a remake. Yeah. It's just more... <laughs> More of Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Can't go wrong there. Which one was your favourite oh, out is, of all of those? I loved I loved Beauty and the Beast. I'd say Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin were my favourites. Yeah. I can't I I can't really pick between the two. I feel like the music in Aladdin was better done, but I loved Emma Watson as Belle. And I just love I love Beauty and the Beast. I've always loved that story. So the retelling of that and the way that was, you know, filmed and that I love that. So those two are my top favourites, I would say. Okay. I haven't seen Dumbo. No, we haven't seen Dumbo. <laughs> no, and haven't. we haven't seen Pete's Dragon. Haven't seen that either. But yeah. is Pete's Dragon like is it a remake? Yeah. I don't think I've even seen the original. Yeah, I don't think yeah. I've seen it either. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say my third one would be probably Cinderella. Yeah. Yeah. I like Cinderella. Cin- I really yeah. liked um, Lily James. Oh, she was beautiful in that. Yeah, so I really enjoy that. So those those are my top three. But yeah, Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast, I'd say, are almost equal. For me, my favorite is probably Jungle Book. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I quite like Jungle Book. That was very, very well filmed. That was very well done. The CGI in that is amazing. Yeah. 
and John Favreau is now directing Lion King, so we'll see how it goes with that. But I think my favorite is probably Jungle Book, and yeah. I did like Beauty and the Beast, and I did like Cinderella. I thought Cinderella yeah. was really good. Yeah. I think Cinderella is underrated. I, I, I really I like Cinderella. I think it's underrated as well. Beauty and the Beast, there was a lot of hype about, yeah. and it got a lot of attention, I think. Yeah even on social media and everything. But Cinderella, I don't feel like it was hyped as much. Or maybe it's just because it came out a little while ago and I can't remember. But the reason Jungle Book, Jungle Book, I agree. I think in terms of the CGI and the filming, I actually think Jungle Book was amazing compared to, to the three that I listed. But I think the story itself, I've always loved the classics of Beauty and the Beast, yeah. the original storylines of these three films that I mentioned compared to Jungle Book. Which one are you most looking forward to in terms of... So there's Lion King this year. Yeah, yeah. And there's Mulan next year. Oh, yes. Mulan. It was. I love Mulan. <laughs> so I would have to say Mulan, actually, which surprises me because Lion King was the first film I ever watched, like as a kid, yeah. and I loved it. But I think Mulan, just the storyline, it's always been one of my favourites. And I love the character Mulan, just so cool. <laughs> the other thing I wanted to mention actually was, we, we didn't talk about it in the review, was the casting. The, it's good that they actually went with um It's actors. an all-Asian cast, I think, Mulan. For Mulan, yes, yeah. it is. And for this one, it's good that they went with actors that actually look Middle Eastern. Yes, yes. I mean, just branches it out. I think... They did a good job. My sister was saying, though, that Naomi Scott, she felt that they actually used quite a lot of bronzer on her to make her look darker. I think they did. I'm not sure if that's the case, but yeah. Well, unless the only other movie I've seen her in was Power Rangers where she was the Pink Ranger and and she was very white in that. Yeah, yeah. So maybe they made her look white in that. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Because I've seen her in interviews and she doesn't look too pale or anything. She she looks like, I think, how she looked in the film, maybe with a touch of bronzer. I'm not sure. (laughs) Yeah, anyway, that was just something my sister brought up. And I was like, oh, interesting. I didn't notice that. (laughs) And the other thing I wanted to say also was the costumes in this. In the original, like Jasmine... Like Doesn't change outfits. Ninety percent of the time, she wears that <laughs> same that outfit. Blue, blue. The blue outfit. The <laughs> Sultan piece. always wears the same yeah. thing. Yeah. It's good that they have. Oh, change actually, of outfits. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Which is more realistic. I mean, surely they've got to change clothes in their lives. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and they're they're royalty, so yeah. they can obviously afford clothes. Oh, I've got <laughs> to say that outfit. So when she. Is it her second entrance, I think, when she's meeting... When she's actually Jasmine. When, when she's, she's actually Jasmine, Jasmine, so not yeah, when yeah. she's on the streets with Aladdin, yeah, but when she's right. in the um, sorry, in the castle and then she's, you know, she enters and there's some other random prince to yeah, see her yeah. from Scotland or whatever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and the entrance that she makes and the outfit she has on in that scene is amazing. Yeah. Oh, so beautiful. And she just looks... She looks like a queen, like she looks amazing. And just her poise and, yeah, everything. I love that scene. And I think a lot of people, I've seen a few uh, videos on YouTube where people are reacting to the to the trailer or reacting to the song speeches. Yeah. And, like, a lot of their jaws drop when they see that scene because it's just amazing. Just They did know. well with all the, all the costumes, I yeah, thought. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Except Jafar's. That was the only one I just, I mean, I don't. I mean, some people really didn't like it. Like, they were saying he looked like a Power Rangers bad guy in I terms of his like costume. I didn't like Jafar's costume. Um, but I, I, felt, I didn't think it was yeah. that bad. With Jafar's costume, if you actually look very closely at an image from, you know, Jafar in the original film, so obviously he's got, you know, his black cape. No, sorry, his black robe and then the red cape. If you look closely at his turban or hat, whatever you like to call it, you can see the the gold sort of curve detailing, so how it curves up. And the curves on his hat actually match the upward curves of his eyebrows, which I feel actually gives his face that more sinister look. 
And then I think also in terms of, you know, the, the actual face itself, his goatee is a lot more prominent. And then his moustache as well. It's like sort of this bold line that sort of curves across his face. So I think there are a couple of things. And he's got a lot more eyeliner on as well in the mm. original <laughs> animated film. So, you know, those just... You know, it doesn't take much to make those little changes, but I think they can really enhance that appearance of looking really evil. Menacing, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you can pull out an image for those listening just of Jafar from the animated film and you'll see what I mean, hopefully. Yeah, they. I mean, some of that stuff is hard to do in real life. It is but, hard to do, yeah. but I mean, not not really. Like the hat and the eyebrows, you can always fill in eyebrows with some ex- extra makeup. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I don't know. Oh, one thing we didn't talk about actually is the staff. Yeah, we didn't mention the staff. He doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't use it use as it much as in much. this one. Yeah. yeah, whereas yeah. he does in the original. In the original, he uses it a lot more. A lot. More, um, in yeah. this one, he uses it a, a little bit less. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that yeah. that was good in terms of how it looked. Yeah, in terms of in terms of Jafar's costume, I think the staff. Yeah, the staff um, was. Yeah. You know, it, it was good. good. It yeah. looked good. Yeah. <laughs> it was made well. <laughs> I was gonna say a whole new world. Have we touched on the actual, the carpet, like the way they filmed that? No, we didn't. Yeah. So I think I liked the way they filmed this better than in the original. Just in, in the original, there's parts of both that I like. In the original, they end up in China. I don't think, uh, do you remember? They actually end oh, up in yeah. China. Actually, yeah, there's this yeah. scene where there's this shot where they show a map and it dot, like a dotted line of where they're going. Is that right? That might be another movie, but they oh, okay. they um they do go they literally go around the world in, in the original yeah, in yeah. the original in this one they sort of fly a little bit away from yeah so Akbar they're still sort then. of in the same country I yeah think. yeah um which is I guess it's more realistic I love the way it was filmed I think yeah. just you know the different camera angles you know one one scene you're sort of front on sort of seeing them ride towards you and then you sort of got the bird's eye view and then you're like. You are the eyes of the carpet at one scene. Yeah. There were yeah. a few more camera angles and I like that better. That's right. Yeah. Um, you, you sort of felt like you were on the carpet ride, like with them. <laughs> no, that was really good. But obviously the original has a bit more. There's unicorns in the original, isn't there? <laughs> I'm <laughs> like not sure. Like flying that, horses. Yeah. I mean, they uh, go to like Egypt and yeah, like stuff. Yeah, so there's a yeah. few more like yeah. unrealistic but little quirky bits <laughs> they do they also do flow above the clouds in this which is not realistic at all so no yeah, it's so. not but they do in the original <laughs> yeah. as well they actually fly around a cloud and it becomes like a fairy floss like ice yeah. cream <laughs> <laughs> i think that's all that's all we had we obviously yeah, enjoyed Aladdin. i loved it yeah i thought it was uh, i loved it it met my expectations i would say i liked it i thought it was really good we will finish with the who am i Yes, can I say the answer? Not yet. I'll. Oh, uh, okay. I'll, I'll <laughs> you're very keen. I'll, I don't know how this not, works. <laughs> let's not be too hasty. <laughs> Still, I think he's rather tasty. <laughs> I'll um, go through the the clues again, and then you can yep. say who it is. Mm-hmm. I was a traveler studying the African lands, and eventually stumbled upon the Pride Lands, where I was attacked by a young pack of hyenas. I was saved by a Heidi a former ruler of the Pride Lands. Eventually taking residence in the vast lands, I soon became close companions of Ahadi's son and one day overheard a plot to sabotage the throne and managed to foil it. My heroic performance throughout that event led to Ahadi requesting that I serve as an advisor to all future kings. As the years went on, I started to live in an ancient tree where I regularly performed shamanistic activities. 
I still remain a close friend of the royal family, and my goal is to maintain balance and the circle of life. Who am I? Rafiki. It is Rafiki. It is, yes. You know, when you were saying all that, I feel like there should be a, a movie made about Rafiki. Yeah, he's we don't know got much a bit about a, him. He's got a he's got a bit of a past there. Yeah, he's got a bit of a backstory. Backstory. Yeah. Um, is Mufasa's father. Right? Did yeah. they mention him in the original? I don't think so. Because I that when you started off saying that name, I had no idea who yeah, you were talking yeah. about. But then, yeah. Yeah, so, and that he becomes friends with Mufasa. Mm, That's, yes, um, yes. Rafiki becomes friends with Mufasa, and then we get to the Lion King. So, yeah, yeah. They might have more references to it in the um, the remake. That's Possibly. Releasing soon. But I don't think so. I think they're just going to literally Copy the original. make like, the original. Yeah, yeah, stick to the original story. Yeah, oh, I'm looking forward to that. The music, oh, Lion King as well. Yeah, that'll but, be amazing. They yeah. got some good, they got a good cast for that too. Okay. All I right. think that's all we had about Aladdin. Hope you enjoyed the review. If you want to get in touch with us, so we have three different channels that you can contact us on. One is email at cognitiverecalibration at gmail.com. Uh, sorry, cognitiverecalibrationpodcast at gmail.com. On Twitter, we're at crecalibration, and on Instagram, we're cognitive recalibration. Speaking of social media, if you haven't liked our Facebook page, please do so because we're updating all our latest episodes on that. And so you can keep in touch with what we're up to and uh, what we're going to do. And if you really do like our podcast, do consider subscribing and let let your friends know as well if uh, if they're into this sort of thing so they can also tune in. Lastly, we need to thank our special guest for for this episode. Thank you, Kavya, for coming on. <laughs> Last for minute, me. short yes. notice. I couldn't get Will Smith. It was I'll a good get conversation. him. I'll get him next time. I'll get him next time. Yeah. But um, mm. you were a very good replacement for Will Smith. Oh, I'm uh, glad to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you want to check out what Kavya's been up to, check out her YouTube channel, Life of Cots. She does covers for a lot of different songs she did whole new world that's your the only disney one you've done that's the only disney one i've done which is surprising because i do love my disney but i think i'll um do a few more disney ones i might even do speechless yes Yes. yeah so stay (laughs) tuned for that one okay so uh, that's all we had we'll see you guys in the next episode where we'll probably be reviewing godzilla king of monsters if i can convince the person sitting across from me to watch (laughs) it today so I'm not spending my <laughs> Sunday watching that. I know I'm not really into the whole. Yeah. yeah, you might. You never know. You might be. I've so, seen one of them. You might. You might enjoy this one. It's got mm. the girl from Stranger Things in it. Oh yeah. Eleven. Mm. I'll see. I'm a bit busy today. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we'll see you guys in another episode of Cognitive Recalibration. See you. Planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. 